We hear a lot of horror stories about hitchhiking. Some people get picked up by somebody with the wrong intentions. Some people get into a vehicle with the wrong intentions. And sometimes your passenger just disappears. With stories dating back to horses and wagons, let's talk about the creepy encounters of people who have picked somebody up or have gone picked up themselves just to have the other person disappear. Hey guys, and welcome back to my podcast. I'm your host, Lulu, and it's great to see everybody again. I missed you. I know I say that every time, but I really do. I miss talking to my best friends. So welcome back. I have another story to share with you today that was a story from my childhood. And this is one just like the spider bite that I spread as well. And, you know, we would sit around a fire and just talk about scary stories. This was one or ones like this were ones that we would always share. Hitchhiking is a very scary thing to do as a woman or a male. It's just a scary thing to do in general. And it's not always just about being the person who is hitchhiking and wondering what kind of vehicle you're getting into, but it's also wondering who's getting in your vehicle. Now, of course, that's like worst case scenario, but I am personally somebody who will never hitchhike and I will never pick up a hitchhiker. I have had some weird situations now that I'm like talking about it that I think would be kind of interesting to share with you. One time me and my best friend, we were walking a very long distance that we should not have been walking in high school in the middle of summer with no water and this weird man pulled up and I still remember what this man looked like and he had like a flower shirt on and this weird like sun hat. Anyways, he pulled up and asked if we wanted a ride and, you know, if we were hitchhiking. This is when we responded that no, we knew where we were going, Um, her parents knew where we were going, which was not true. And this guy proceeded to start to get very, very angry and he started to circle the block and every time he would, he would slow down and just like yell out the window, just get in, let me take you where you're going. And we tried our best to ignore this guy because we were walking on a main road, but this main road did not have any sidewalks and it was actually a 55 a mile hour road. So it wasn't really a road where there was like a lot of houses or anything like that. So obviously not a great situation. And this guy either got bored of us just ignoring him at this point or got nervous because at this point people were now, you know behind him and kind of watching what he was doing he disappeared so that is a great example of like hitchhiking that could have gone wrong we are pretty certain that if we would have gotten into that vehicle with this man that we probably wouldn't be here today just with how he was acting and the energies that he was giving off so this is a great example of hitchhiking in general being a scary thing i could not imagine getting into the vehicle with this man And I'm very glad to this day that we didn't. We still talk about how it was the scariest situation that we've ever been in together, just because we knew that this man definitely had 
other plans. And this can happen to anybody. This can happen to males, females, young, old, it doesn't matter. But that's not the really only thing you should be worried about. You should not necessarily be always worried about the person that's picking you up or getting into your vehicle, attacking you or hurting you in some way. There's some creepy things that could happen too. And there are some stories of creepy things that have happened to people while hitchhiking. And this is where we're going to move in to some of the information about the vanishing hitchhiker. The start of stories like these actually dates back to horses and wagons, you guys. This is not a new legend. This is a very old, old legend that people still talk about to this day. Now, there is not necessarily hardcore proof. It is all mostly hearsay. And the ones that talk about this happening to them are often chalked up to having hallucinations or just making the whole thing up. And this is exactly what it sounds like. The vanishing hitchhiker. This is not one single hitchhiker. This is just a multitude of different hitchhikers. I'll go into the common versions of the stories that a lot of people know. But the gist of these stories is that you will stop and pick somebody up. They will give you somewhere to go. And as you drive them to this location, you have, you know, short conversation here and there. You are talking to them. Sometimes they leave things in your vehicle. But then as soon as you pull up to that location and you let them know, hey, we're here, they're gone. They don't always take the thing that they left So if they left a scarf in your car, for example, and you pull up, the scarf will still be there when the hitchhiker is gone. And it goes the other way as well. If you lend the hitchhiker a scarf or a coat, sometimes that's still there when they disappear, but sometimes they take it with them. We're going to get into that a little bit when we get into the common versions of these stories, but that is the gist of it. You pick somebody up, you talk to them, you know they're there, and then as soon as you get to their location they're gone. The most common version of this legend is the version that I know personally. This is the version that was talked about and spread around my town. And it starts off with a man driving one day when he noticed a girl walking down the highway in the middle of a storm. He would pull over and talk to this girl and ask her what she was doing out that late. And she, you guys, didn't have a jacket or anything, and she was just soaked head to toe. After a short exchange, he would offer her a ride, and when she got into his vehicle, he handed his jacket to her. She happily accepts this jacket and gives him an address. On top of that, she talks about how she had just left a party and just didn't have a ride, and she was just trying to get home. When this man has the address, he agrees to take her home. And the two of them fall silent, with her wearing his jacket and looking out the window as he drives her to her home. He pulls to the front of this home and turns around to tell her that they were here if she had fallen asleep because she was so quiet, and to retrieve his jacket. But this is when he looks into an empty back seat, and his jacket was gone too. Silently, this man decides to just drive away and mull over this and really think about what happened. 
and hopefully try to forget about this encounter. But he could not forget about the woman that he saw and wonder where the hell his jacket went. He decides he's going to start to drive this road over and over again to see if he sees her walking again so he can ask her what the hell she did and where his jacket is. But she's never seen again. Every day he drives from where he picked her up all the way to that house until he finally decides that he's going to go over to that home and ask the people if they knew her because she talked about how this was her home. He walks up to the door takes a deep breath and knocks. A woman answers. This is when he would ask the woman if she knows anything about this younger girl, gives the name this girl gave him and a description of this girl. This woman just starts sobbing. Through her tears, she manages to invite him inside the home. And once inside, he sits down and they began to tell him that who he described was their daughter. Their daughter who had died a year ago on the road that he was driving in a horrible accident during a rainstorm. Not believing that this family was telling him the truth, they agreed to take him to her gravesite so he could see her stone and her name. He follows them to the cemetery and they get out. They all walk together to her grave, and this is where the man's stomach would drop. Because not only did the name on this grave match the same woman that was in his car, but his jacket was blowing in the wind, hanging on top of that same grave. This girl had gotten into this car accident a year prior and was trying to make her way back home. And on her way back to her grave, she brought his jacket with her and left it on top for him to fight. That story used to give me chills when I was a kid and it still kind of does. It's a really creepy thing to think about somebody getting in and taking one of your items of clothing. Yeah, it was just a jacket, but then leaving it on top of their grave. Like I said, that is the most common version of the story, and that is the version of the story that I have heard. There are some similar ones, though. One of the other more common ones was set in Baltimore. In Baltimore, there is a main road that it takes place on that has a secondary road crossing over it. This creates a dangerous intersection. One night, there was a doctor who was driving home super late after a party when he approached this intersection. He would spot a woman walking alone in an evening gown towards this intersection. This woman would flag him down. He would decide to pull up next to her and stop because she was alone and it was dark. He would open the back door and let her inside. When she climbs into the back, he would apologize to her and tell her the reason she has to sit back in the back is because his front seat is full of golfing clubs and bags. She doesn't respond to him, and then he asks her what she's doing out so late. This woman would shrug at him and say in a very quiet, sweet voice, it's too long a story to tell you now. Please just take me home. I'll explain everything there. 
She then gives her address to this man and apologizes and says, I hope it's not too far off where you're already going. This doctor didn't mind and they began driving in silence. Like I said, this girl already didn't seem like she wanted to talk very much. He pulled up to the home and this is when the doctor says, here we are, but doesn't get a response back. He turns around and notices that his back seat is empty and that this girl is no longer there. Trying to decide what is going on and that maybe this girl got out of the vehicle and was already inside, he decided he was going to go up to the home and knock, even though it was kind of late, and see who lived there. An older gentleman opened the door. They would exchange some small talk until the doctor would begin telling this older gentleman about this girl and what had happened and asking if she was there. This older gentleman replied with, yes, yes, I know. This has happened several other Saturday evenings this month. That young girl you saw was my daughter. She was killed in a car accident at that intersection that you picked her up at almost two years ago. He also told this man that it always happens the month of her death date and that she always tries to come home because that's where she was going in the first place, but she never makes it home. And that is kind of what these stories are based upon. Like I said, this goes back to horses and wagons, you guys. There are stories that have been passed down that people talk about where somebody gets into or on somebody's horse with them and then they just disappear. There are also a lot of little cases where a hitchhiker, male or female, young or old, gets into the vehicle and asks to borrow something, like a sweater or a scarf or a jacket. They would then talk back and forth, have some small talk, and this is where the passenger would bring up a graveyard or something like that, and they would talk about this graveyard and their gravestone. After this is done, the hitchhiker usually vanishes, and the thing that they borrowed vanished with them as well. The legend says if you come across a hitchhiker and this happens to you where during mid-conversation they just disappear and take the thing they borrowed with them, that you are supposed to listen to what they said to you and where they said that gravestone was. And if you go and visit them most of the time, you will always find that item draped over their gravestone or at least in the graveyard that they were telling you about. Some people believe that this is their way of getting people to come and visit them if they haven't been visited in so long by taking something from somebody and having them come back and get it. And to me, this definitely sounds like something that could happen. But there are some other creepier variations, in my opinion. This is where the alive one will be hitchhiking. They'll stick their thumb out and wait very late at night normally, till a vehicle pulls up. Once this vehicle pulls up, they physically climb into the vehicle. And then they exchange small talks. They tell them where they're going, and the vehicle starts driving them where they're going. Usually the driver will tell them about their family and things like that. They'll pull up to the place you agreed on, whether that's a house, an intersection, or a park, or something like that, and you'll get out, and once your back is turned, the vehicle doesn't pull off. 
it just disappears. You literally could get out, turn around to close the door, and the car and the driver would be completely and totally gone. If the person that experienced this kind of situation does any digging, because like I said, it's not like these drivers are being quiet and secretive. They are literally telling you their name and their family's names. Nine times out of 10, the person who drove them to that location will come up as somebody who died in a car accident in the exact same vehicle that the alive person was picked up in. Now I know when you think about hitchhiking, all you think about is people getting in and out of vehicles with strangers. But there have been other cases and stories as well that fit in the same vanishing hitchhiker category, but are a little bit different. An example of one of these stories involves a man and a woman. This man and woman are either, because there are different variations of this, A, waiting for a bus or train together, or B, sitting next to each other on a bus or train. Either way, wherever they are at, one of them, this does switch between which stories you've heard, is reading a book. This book is about ghosts, and this book strikes a conversation up between the two. The one that is not reading the book asks the one that is reading the book if they believe in ghosts or if they have ever seen one. Usually, the one that is reading the book does not look at this person and just replies in a very monotone tone that they have never seen a ghost and they don't really think they exist. After this exits their lips, the other person will not say anything to them and just vanish. I did also want to put in here that interesting enough, not every single one of these vanishing hitchhiker stories technically involves ghosts. When I was doing my research, I stumbled across a very popular story in Hawaii. And you guys, I love this story. I, I don't know why, but I just really liked this story. It's about the goddess Pele. She is the goddess of volcano and fires and who, interesting enough, is believed to be the creator of the island. She is the one that is hitchhiking. She will pick a random road and begin to just walk on it, usually cloaked in a ton of clothing or some sort of disguise, so that people that stop and offer her a ride do not know that it is her. She will walk until somebody pulls her over and offers to give her a ride. She will accept and get into their vehicle, and once she enters, she will thank them for their kindness in stopping to help her, and she will reward them with something special. I love this story just because of how different it is from the other vanishing hitchhiker stories. And I love that it is a goddess that it's about. I don't necessarily love that it is almost promoting people to stop and pick others up. I do feel like that could be a dangerous thing. But I just love how it's just different and it has a much better meaning. It's not a story of fear, whereas the other ones are of fear, if that makes any sense. Like I said, there are a lot of different versions and I did wanna cover most of them in this episode. So another version is when strangers enter the vehicle and they will mumble something creepy to you like a terrifying prophecy or something horrible that's going to happen, and then they disappear in front of your eyes. 
There are some stories of this where somebody enters the vehicle of somebody else just before a natural disaster. And they will usually tell the driver of the impending disaster and then disappear. Then usually a week later, it always happens. There is a variation of this where a man picked a woman up and then he drove her to her home, the address that she gave him. And when they arrived, she asked if this man would accept some money for the gas he spent to get her there. He declined her offer because he was doing it purely out of helping her. And she responded with a simple nod and said, how about she paid him in a fortune? This fortune was, before you return home tonight, there will be a dead body in your car. And then she got out and before she left completely, she also added, and Hitler will be dead in six months. She turned around and walked into her house. This kind of took this man back and he thought about what she said for a minute and then kind of shook it off like, you know, she was just a crazy lady because he was on his way home now. On this drive home, this man witnessed a very, very serious car accident. He stopped and tried to help everybody out and then decided that driving some of the injured to the hospital in his car would be much faster than waiting for an ambulance to get there. He loaded these injured up and sped off to the hospital. But one of these injured people ended up dying before he arrived. And as he pulled up, the hospital pulled the dead body of this person out of his vehicle. This man was just stunned because the start of this woman's prophecy definitely came true. There was a dead body in his car before he got home. This man would begin to tell people about the incident and he would tell them of the second prophecy that Hitler would be dead in six months. And then the creepy thing was, just like the woman had said that left his vehicle, Hitler was dead in six months. One of the reasons this kind of version of the story is fitting in the Vanishing Hitchhiker version is just mostly because it's a hitchhiker, let's be completely honest. But I can't imagine having somebody tell you those kind of things and then it coming true like that. One of the last versions I wanted to talk about was how there are multiple versions where the ghost or the hitchhiker or, you know, the thing in your car wants you to wreck. So, they'll flag you down, you'll stop, they get in, and they will scream and yell or try and distract you into wrecking your vehicle. Then, when you pull over to kick them out, they disappear. And they were never there in the first place. The theories on this version are because these hitchhikers probably died on that road and didn't want to walk alone anymore. And they were hoping that if you wrecked and died, they would have somebody with them. There are so many different versions of these stories, so many different ways this legend goes, and it doesn't seem like this is going to stop at any point. I can see how there could be a lot of truth in these types of stories. Now, next time you decide to pick up a hitchhiker or go hitchhiking, don't just think about all of the things that could go wrong, about how they could murder you or steal your car. 
maybe you should think about a lot more things. About how maybe somebody might get into your vehicle and tell you a terrifying prophecy. Or somebody's going to take something of yours that you find laying over top of a gravestone. Maybe you will get lucky. And you'll have a goddess give you a gift in return. Or maybe you'll get unlucky. And somebody will wreck your vehicle and kill you so you'll be stuck with them. This podcast may contain false or misleading information. If you are interested in knowing more about any stories shared on this podcast, I highly recommend doing your own research. All listeners are advised that these are stories and folktales. The information shared must be taken carefully and skeptically, because you never know what could be real and what's just a story. Thanks for listening, and I'll see you next time.